A poem is a small machine made of words. William Carlos Williams. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, exploring the poetry scene of Central Canada and beyond with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks. I am A.M. Kozak, and I'm here with my co-host. Amanda Earl. And our special guest. Monty Reed. And how are both of you doing this snowy afternoon? Cannot complain. I think it's a, I think I can't complain either, except I have a sore back from shoveling Oof. this morning. <laughs> I mean, I had to trudge through the sidewalks, which are quite snowy to get here, but yeah. I just looked at it as a leg exercise. Yeah, it's, it can be good exercise for you. I just, I, wa- I did cleaning, so I feel that can't, constitutes exercise. <laughs> this is episode 54 for those keeping track. No one cares but, but me, I think, but uh, that's it. Yeah. So uh, what are we going to, we, actually, we're here with Monty Reed, and we're going to be talking about uh, Verse Fest, and we'll get more into that after Aaron reads uh, Monty's bio. I believe that you said you were reading Monty's oh, bio. <laughs> apparently I'm reading the bio. Because I was talking, I thought you were reading. Fine, I'll read the bio. Monty will read his own bio. No, I will read the bio. Monty Reed was born in Saskatchewan, worked for many years in Alberta, and now lives in Ottawa. Now for many years, I think, has lived in Ottawa. Yeah, for, yeah. well, 10 years in Ottawa and 15 years. In, in the area. Uh, yeah, well, more than 15. That's it. 20, I feel like, 20 years in the area. I Holy feel like God. I've known you for some time. So, okay, his books include Garden from Shodier Books, The Lustful Reductions from Brick, and Crawl Space from House of Anansi. Recent chapbooks include The Nipple Variations, Post Coast Press, Seam, Above Ground Press, and Sight Conditions from Department 9. He has won Alberta's Stephen G. Stevenson Award for Poetry on three occasions, the Lampman Award, National Magazine Awards, and is three, a three-time nominee for the Governor General's Award. He was one of the founders of the Writers Guild of Alberta and was for many years the managing editor for Arc Poetry Magazine. He is currently the director of VerseFest, Ottawa's International Poetry Festival. Welcome, Monty. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yay. So uh, we will start uh, right away with grilling you. Oh, uh, grilling, questions yeah. about uh, VerseFest. <laughs> Maybe you could start by just describing it for the listeners, for those who don't know what it is. For sure. Uh, It's a literary festival with a concentration on poetry. Uh, We've been running for 10 years uh, in downtown Ottawa. And uh, our goal is to bring to Ottawa audiences uh, what we think is some of the most uh, interesting and provocative poetry from around the world. So... uh, we now bring in about 80 different poets every year from six or seven countries every year. And we mix in local poets, uh, Canadian poets, and poets uh, international. And so it, it provides, I think, an interesting mix for literary audiences in Ottawa. And it's developed into uh, one of the biggest poetry events in the country. It's good. It's, it's sort of funny because uh, I've, I've I've been going to Verse Fest for well since the beginning, and I was it's sort of funny because I know most of the answers already. So I've, it's like I feel like I, you know, I'm sort of nodding along. But it's, it's, it's cool. Okay. Do you find it brings in any audiences who are not normally at poetry events in the city? Sometimes, yeah. uh, not huge audiences, but we do get people out of town from occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, rarely from Toronto, but certainly from Kingston and Montreal. Montreal in particular is routinely has people here. Oh, yeah. And not just because we have poets from Montreal, but sometimes they come just to hear the poets. 
uh, when we had Phil Levine here oh, many years ago, yeah. uh, uh, we had people come from Edmonton wow. specifically to see Phil Levine. That's great. Uh, and that, that does happen with other poets as well, but rarely from that far away. Yeah. Montreal and Kingston are the two most common draws. Uh, and sometimes we have uh, people who normally wouldn't come, whether it be uh, a specialized audience, uh, like sometimes some of our Indigenous performers uh, draw from the Indigenous community that wouldn't wouldn't come out to some of the other poems or poets, mm -hmm. um, and so, some of the other niche audiences as well that uh, are more interested in the either the social impact of the poems. Mm. Or and poet, or or might are people who might not be interested in just the poetry aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And how did the festival begin? Festival. Be it's interesting how the festival began. It began in 2010, and it began with a visit to Coburg, mm -hmm. because at that point uh, Coburg was running a, a small festival, uh, but a pretty interesting one. And uh, Rod Peterson and his uh, wife, Liz, went down to take in the festival and came back saying, well, geez, if a town like Coburg can, <laughs> can organize a literary festival, how come we don't have something in Ottawa? And, Everything begins in Coburg. <laughs> yeah, and so he, uh, he started gathering people around him. Uh, I think Dave O'Mara was the first person he talked to, and, and then me and then a number of other folks. And in the end, we pulled together... 17 different literary organizations, reps from those organizations, and we got together and said, can we all pool our resources and uh, put on a festival? And I was one of those in the first year. Were you? Those literary organizers. Yep. For, Blue, for Mondays. Blue, Blue Mondays. Blue Mondays, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, any, anyway, uh, everybody was very uh, positive about it and contributed what they could because we had no money at that point. Yeah. And everybody kicked in 50 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever. And we put on a festival. I wasn't sure that we could run that festival the first year because we didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rod and Dave and others said, no, let's, let's go ahead and do it. And uh, we did it. And amazingly enough, uh, it went really quite well. And it gave us a foundation to build on because then we could chase after donors and chase yeah. after grants and, and chase after poets with a little bit of experience under our belt. Field of dreams uh, story. <laughs> if you yeah. build it, we will come, right? That's, that's Can it. you maybe share why you wanted to become the artistic director and what that role entails? <laughs> or if you wanted to become the artistic director? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> you're, assuming, you're assuming that I wanted to be uh, and that it was an, an inspiration. It was not. It was after a few years, uh, Rod was getting to the point where he needed to step back a little bit. And Dave also felt that because of his commitments, he had a new book coming out and he was working at Banff Center occasionally. And he felt he needed to step back as well. And uh, I was the only person around who was prepared to, one, do the artistic director side, but also do the managing director yeah. side. Yeah. And that, that the latter was going to be a tough one to fill. And so I was prepared to do it. And no, there was no competition. Like there was, no, there was nobody, nobody else uh, jumping forward to do any of it. So no it just sort of, or, you know. yeah, it just sort of <laughs> fell in my lap. And uh, for the most part, I've enjoyed it. Uh, the grant writing is a pain, and uh, yeah. but but we do quite well at it, and uh, it's allowed us. It's one of the things that's allowed us to grow. Mm -hmm.
So what? Uh, so aside from grant writing, what does artistic director reverse vest mean? The uh, the artistic director and and I assume both of those roles at this point, uh, which will change before too long. I hope uh, the the artistic director is responsible is fine is the guy that's or the person that's finally responsible for the program. That means selecting the poets. You do that in a collaborative way, but. In the end, somebody has to make the call. Mm -hmm. And uh, negotiating with the poets and seeing who will come when and who will come for how much money. And uh, are they coming from are they coming from Toronto or are they coming from Victoria? Because uh, the travel costs are different. substantially yeah, different. Or the states or... um, and, you know, work out who might read best with each other and mm -hmm. making sure that we have adequate diversity in the in the whole program and whether whether we've got francophones whether we've got spoken word people whether we've got indigenous people poc uh trying to make sure that uh we're we have all those communities represented mm -hmm. and so it's uh it can be a challenging job and the and the artistic director works with uh, the festival planning committee which again includes reps from many of these the organizations in town that work with poetry, and uh, depends very much on them to come up with uh, recommendations and suggestions and contacts. Because uh, certainly in some in some of those communities, I don't know them well, mm. right. and uh, I definitely rely on our francophone people or or the spoken word groups to say oh, we'd like to see so and so. And usually they're remarkably good. <laughs> Do you ever have, like, I'm assuming there's challenges that come up with you're trying to, like, figure out a final list of people or trying to make sure you have the representation? Is there anything that sticks out as a recurring challenge or a specific uh, large challenge that's come up over the years? Uh, I mean, the overall challenge of getting that mix is there every mm -hmm. year. Um, it was only in about 2014 that we made a concerted effort to bring in francophone performers. Right. We had, and we had the odd one before that, and we were sort of looking for them. But, but in 2014, we said, okay, enough. Let's let's make this a, a real push, mm -hmm. and we did. And, uh, and although it's still sometimes a bit of an effort to uh, track them all down and get them involved. Uh, it's worked out okay, mm -hmm. and we about thirty percent of our programming now is yeah. francophone. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Yeah. I feel like I've been able to because one of the things about the Byward's calendar, I've, I've always wanted to include uh, the the events like in in Gatineau and stuff like that, and and through Versefest, I found out about some of the contacts and stuff. So I've been able to add. Partly because of knowing, you know, the, yeah. like the association. What is yeah. it? The association. A A O F. On, on the Lutoway, that one is yeah. that it? Yeah. 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 So uh, it, it's helped me too. Yeah, and we 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 certainly don't know everything that's going on in Gatineau, but uh, we do. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we do we do have our fingers in a couple of pots there, and yeah, uh, it helps. We support, for instance, a, uh, a French a francophone slam. Yeah. In Gatineau every year. Mm. Well. Last year we did, and we are again this year. So it's got a short history, but uh, <laughs> but we expect to continue it uh, because it's been a popular yeah. event. Yeah. All right. Any no more? How does it work? Questions? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll keep firing away when I. Yeah, but well, so, so you you but the you the the uh, with the various uh, literary groups, 
you meet quite regularly throughout the year. Like it's not just one meeting close. Oh, that you, I know. You're meeting, you're having a lot of meetings. Like, at, the, at this point, we're meeting every two weeks. Every two weeks, because yeah. the festival takes place in March. Just yeah. Towards the end of at, March, or yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, the festival this year will be March 24th to 29th. So Perfect. basically the last week in March. Don't If you're in Ottawa, don't leave town for March 24th to 29th. You'll, you, you'll be sad. Yeah, you, you'll be sad to miss this one. Yeah. Uh, Sound effects. <laughs> the uh, it looks like a, it's going to be a really good festival, and uh, it will have the usual mix of folks uh, from many different countries: uh, Iceland, Ireland, Haiti, mm-hmm. uh, Germany. The U.S., uh, I think that might be all this year. And Canada, Canada. Canada, of course. We're the default. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it it should be a very interesting event. Cool. What are, do you think, can you think of any fond memories that you've had of the festival so far? (laughs) Some that you're, I guess, well, tell us secrets too, but I doubt you will. So fond memories. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, there's many, of course, but I think the things I remember the best are, in terms of the poetry, uh, Mm -hmm. are the surprises, the the people that you didn't know about at all. Uh, There was a spoken word artist, Len Elm Weiss, uh, also from Haiti, but living in the States. She knocked my socks off. Man, she was good. And yeah, she was good. But I, I, one of the other things I really like was when Mary Rufel yeah, read, yeah, yeah. and I liked her uh, How to Fold a Fitted Sheet yes, that <laughs> conceptual poem. Uh, I wanted to give her a king-size fitted sheet, though. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't so easy with a video. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. You just can't reach those no, corners. <laughs> Carol's and I struggle with that together. So, But the other thing I like is uh, a lot of the young poets that we put on stage because, you know, we get international stars to put on stage, but we have a lot of local folks as well. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's not all young folks, but uh, we certainly try and make sure that some of the emerging poets here in Ottawa get a chance to get on stage with some of the some of the bigger names, and I'm proud that we've been able to do that over the years. Yeah, I, I, I've loved. I mean, the festival's always been. I have a lot of uh, fond. Memory. I wish I could. I wish I'd written some down because there's there's. For instance, there was a spoken word uh, duo from BC. I can't, they were they were amazing. They did did a lot of environmental stuff. Yeah, they I, were great. I'm sorry, my, it's escaping me the name. So the Tube Dope Boys one. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That yeah. was. That I was saw good. them when I lived in BC. <laughs> yeah, this is why Aaron right. is. This is why I keep Aaron around for these moments. Yeah, they were they were wonderful. And there's been a, there's been a lot that I've really loved. Um, um, so many. Um, Ursula from last year. Yeah, she yes. was so good. Uh, she's from, De- was it Denmark? Denmark? Yes. Yeah. Oh, isn't it terrible the way the the mind just goes? But there have been a <laughs> lot. And I remember, too, uh, Voices of Venus, which used to be a series here. Um, I, I they, they used to have uh, events as part of the festival, and I remember really liking their, their yeah, stuff, uh, too. And uh, when Voices of Venus uh, wasn't able to participate anymore, yeah. uh, because there was at that point no no spoken word event that specifically focused on women right you started uh we started up uh fire and ice which which took that place uh it was spoken word but for uh for a female contingent and uh that went really well for a few years and then the spoken word community said okay well let's do we don't we don't need that so much anymore because now we've got lots of women participating Mm -hmm. and so we we changed the focus again uh as as they will as they wanted it. 
So you kind of alluded to this earlier that the festival is coming up at the last week of March and the, some of the countries that will be represented. Who are some of the poets that will be here this March that you'd like to plug? <laughs> or that you're allowed to say talk about yet? Well, uh, yeah, we're allowed, yeah, our program is pretty much fixed. Uh, we're, we're still waiting on a few confirmations, but most are in. Uh, and we won't announce the full program and for, well, for a few weeks, yeah. but we'll, we're going to Promotion should start next week. Okay. Any uh, uh, early uh, teasers, but, teasers? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will give you some. Karen, <laughs> Karen Soli will be here. Oh yeah. Uh, Gwen Benawe mm -hmm. and uh, Anne Marie Desmules, who's a francophone GG winner. Oh yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Adele Barkley. Oh yeah. Uh, yay! Yay! <laughs> Robin Richardson, Canisia Lubrin. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> Kai Kellogg. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so uh, you know, there's there's going to be uh, an interesting mix of folks. Uh, Monica Rink from Germany, who's mm -hmm. one of the sort of most provocative of the poets, uh, young younger German poets. Provocative. Uh, what okay. does that mean, provocative? Well, uh, she has lots of lots of ideas uh, about how poetry takes place and how it's oh. how it's written. So it's installation uh, performance. No, 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 no. She's pretty much a page poet, yeah. but. Uh, but like I said, uh, she's uh, one of the more interesting folks uh, I like the talking way he says about that. poetry. <laughs> I like the way he says that. I'm yeah. intrigued. Interesting. May you live in interesting times. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Okay. Uh, we have uh, a poet from Haiti, as I said again. Uh, uh, his name is Cito Cave, who I'm not very familiar with, yeah. but... Uh, and he's known, I think, best as a as a, a theatrical person, uh, mm. both as a producer and a writer of stage material. Uh, but he's also a poet and uh, a very lively one, from what I see on social media. <laughs> but but I can't say I know all that terribly much about him. So that's one of the things I'm kind of looking forward to because I'll find out too. Do you do you look at sometimes? I mean, it's, I guess it's, that's more for the spoken word, but sometimes other poets do too. Oh, there, this is sorry that lamp sorry. is a little bit close. It's good. It, it's <laughs> angels. The angels are here. That's all. We'll uh, take that out and use it uh, every episode now. <laughs> well, like dinner bell. No, but uh, like, uh, do you ever look at videos of, of people's work as well? When I, you're people performing there or reading their poems? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, Certainly, uh, on Facebook or on YouTube right. or wherever they might be. Uh, just about everybody that we get on stage, I've checked out in one in one way or another. Uh, sometimes, just because the material is more accessible, I, I review it more thoroughly. And mm -hmm. sometimes I depend on other people to, right. to do it and to tell me. Uh, but but just about everybody we have some familiarity with. It's very rare that we... We just don't know. We're just taking them on a name basis. Um, but uh, I think we get surprised nonetheless. Uh, mm -hmm. Every year there's somebody that surprises us that mm -hmm. that wasn't what we thought we were getting. Right, right. <laughs> Plus because you see one video or two videos of someone doing or, something, they might do want to do something different. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Of course, they might want to. They might. They're probably wanting to surprise you. Yeah. Well, and surprise is usually good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing I should say is that we're getting more and more interested in actual video poems. Yes, we were talking and, we were on Facebook. We had a little. There was a little thread about video. Well, poems. there was a thread about yeah. it, and uh, it was an extremely positive thread. Yeah. There were a lot 
of people saying, yeah, I've got one or I know somebody. And I don't think we're going to be able to do it this year. But maybe another year. Um, but we may, we may create a video festival. Oh, cool! Uh, might just be a day thing, or might just be one night devoted to it, like off mm. festival. It won't be during the festival because I don't really? have. I don't think I'm going to be able to fit it in. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been talking with my buddy for a few years now about doing video poems. You know, the, what holds us back is it's just a lot of work. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It, it, it's a lot of work. I got and, Charles and I got a GoPro recently, and it's so hard. It's so tiny and hard to figure out. Like, oh, yeah. GoPro, it's really. It's a, yeah, I might. Uh, I might try to. Make that a project uh, again in the future. It's just like I'm not good at the video editing, so I'd have to rely on someone else to be That's able it. to to take the lead there. But I think like throw a projector up at a, a festival one night. It's maybe you could even attract some people that like like movie festivals or film festivals. Well, I think the uh, the most likely scenario for this coming year is that we're going to have a late show mm-hmm. over the Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. So mm-hmm. after eleven. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get uh, just anybody who wants to hang around longer and have a cool. drink. We'll we'll put up some videos. Cool. I'll idea. be in, uh, I'll be in my jam, my nighty in yeah, bed. Yeah, I probably will be too. Yeah, yeah. But, but. Some people actually. I, you know what? I want I want I want something that starts at seven in the morning. <laughs> I know nobody I else know. wants that but me. It would be great. We have like a, a big pot of tea, and you know it's already getting wrong. Not even coffee, <laughs> tea. Maybe I will host it. There maybe we'll live stream it for you and record it. And you can watch it after. All right. Thank you. That's <laughs> Not, not to put that on you. I need to organize. Yeah, the live stream just for me. No, I'm sure other people would like it too. So okay, so that, those are that's a good. Okay, so because we're talking about side for our different projects, it's not just the festival. You you also did something uh, for the last two years called Laureate City, and what what incited? No, what made you decide? <laughs> what kind of idea was that? No, what made you decide to do uh, Laureate City? And well, explain what well, it is. Actually. Yeah, well, Laureate City is just uh, it's a. Uh, a mini festival, I guess, where we, where we've invited uh, poet laureates from across Canada. Uh, Is it poets laureate or poet? Laureates? You can do either one. I, I always have trouble with those kind of things. Yeah, governors general, uh, governor generals. Like I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a crucial, a crucial <laughs> question. Uh, it's because... a big question on the West Wing Weekly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rishi um, and uh, Joshua Molina, they talk about it all the time. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, there are preferences on both sides of that issue. (laughs) And uh, I sort of vacillate. Uh, I use them both. PLs. In any case, uh, we bring the first first year, uh, two years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, we brought in 14, 15 poets. This year we had a little bit less money, so we brought in 12. Uh, but it was initially designed to celebrate Ottawa getting a Poet Laureate right. program again. And Ottawa had just named two new Poet Laureates, and we wanted to do something to draw attention to that and to, and to celebrate it and also to engage in a discussion about uh, what Poet Laureates can and should do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been successful in the sense that it certainly has engaged those, those questions and it's gotten uh, a lot of interesting uh, commentary uh, from various poet laureates from all over the place. Uh, we just ran the second version of it uh, early this winter right. uh, in November uh, in conjunction with uh, Art Poetry Magazine again and with this year with the Library and Archives of Canada who were very, very supportive in giving us this huge space yeah, and the venue really yeah. well equipped space to put put the program on and uh 
I was really quite taken with some of the discussion uh, mm. um, because most of the people, most of the poets, and they came from Victoria and Halifax and Barrie and uh, uh, Edmonton and Moncton and uh, Mississauga and here, uh, the way, the direction they took their appointments was really quite interesting. Yeah, it would be different depending on, I guess, their their own sort of yeah, different according to by the different by the poet and different by the community mm -hmm. that that enables them. Some of them had like really quite quite clear responsibilities, like read at city hall or prepare a poem a for poem, this. Yeah. Or, but you know, there's surprisingly little of that. That's good. Uh, they get That's to good. they get to define uh, their role. Uh, largely themselves, and, and it's interesting to see how they do it. And of course, everyone's different. Marty Gervais from Windsor, Windsor, yeah. Windsor who's the poet laureate emeritus. Mm. He, he's, he's not the official poet laureate anymore. There's mm. a younger person there now, but he was there for so long that yeah. he's got this emeritus status. <laughs> I didn't know that such a thing existed, but it's an official title. And uh, the poet laureate of the Yukon is appointed for life. Really? <laughs> yeah, most for are life. for most are for two years. Um, can you imagine taking that on? You, you can. You have to be the poet laureate for I'm life. I'm sure they could step down if they yeah. needed to. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they like going to do? No, no, no. I'm scared the of the word for life. I'm not. I'm always afraid of commitments like that. <laughs> Any case, uh, it, it's been interesting. But the other, the, uh, this more selfish reason for verse fest uh, was that it gives us a little bit of public visibility right. uh, off festival. It's not right. just about the festival. It's about something else as well. And so it allows us to stretch out a little bit, do something different, and have a little bit different focus. It also spreads the word around Canada, too, because if you have a poet laureate traveling from a different city, they have some information to bring back to their community as well. Well, exactly right. And we're hoping that it's not always Ottawa. Now, mm. now that we've got it, it started, could revolving, it could be uh, rotating. Uh, rotating. Yeah, revolving. And, uh, <laughs> there is interest uh, because the, the poet laureates themselves, of course, are very interested. Mm -hmm. uh, and they'd have to be the driving force. Right. But uh, both in Montreal and in Halifax, we've got considerable mm. interest of, about somebody else taking it over and running mm -hmm. it two years That's a great now. idea. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So uh, you've talked about that, the Laureate City. You've talked a little bit about potentially some sort of video poem Festival. thing in the future. Any yeah. other companion events that you're planning or thinking of? Uh, no, not really. I, <laughs> I think those, will, if we do those, they'll probably stretch us to our right, uh, capacity. Uh, we are still, uh, I get paid this year. This year, oh, congratulations. Uh, which, is a, which is a step forward for us, and yeah, you know, you we thank our regular funders for that, like <laughs> the Canada Council and the City of Ottawa and Ontario Arts Council, and lots of different donors. Um, but in spite of that, we're largely a volunteer organization. Yeah. We we run on volunteers, and you guys have been there. You. The whole show is driven by volunteers yeah. at the front of house, at the bar, at, yeah, the, they're terrific. They're amazing. at the sales desks, yeah. uh, drivers. Uh, and without them, it wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. So there are limits on our, on our capabilities. Yeah, thank you, volunteers, yeah, indeed. Uh, there's limits on what, what we're able to do. And I think if we do one major festival, one minor festival, and we have bit involvements with some of the, some other organizations, mm -hmm. uh, we're talking with uh, uh, 
I forget the real title of it, but it's uh, Poetry from Prisons. Mm -hmm. oh, cool. uh, there's an organization that works with Carleton University that oh, yeah, yeah. Right. that uh, uh, gathers uh, poetry from different prisoners and presents them. Uh, we may be involved in that. It will cross-promote at least. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are other things like that that we, we do on occasion. Uh, but our ability is limited. Right. Right. That makes sense. And I guess with the right, well, the Writers Festival is one of your participants as oh, part yeah. of this fest as the, well. So. The Writers Festival has yeah. been really good to us. Uh, they've been supportive all the time. Uh, they actually present an event at, at, yeah, at the festival, festival itself. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, you know, we borrow their stuff and yeah. <laughs> we cross promote and uh, we're glad, glad that they've sort of broken the path. For us. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, some of I think of like when I think of the festival, I think of it almost as festivals within festivals because I think they have different threads. Like for instance, one of my favorite things is the Factory Reading Series, which which offers talks by poets, and I love that. And also, you've done in the past translation events that on panels on translations. I love the panels. I think that's another kind of yeah. additional thing that you do, other than just the poets reading or performing their work. They also yeah, uh, and we're very stuff. conscious of that. Yeah, those are great. Uh, we try to have some variety. I mean, even those of us who like them a lot uh, get tired of just yeah, straight readings out yeah. again and again and again. So, yeah, there are panels, and there will be uh, the factory event. We'll have a yeah. panel or a couple of talks, and there will be a panel on translation Perfect. again this yeah. year. Um, and, you know, there's a book launch, and there's a variety of other things that we do. Uh, there won't be as much music this year, Uh just because we can't afford the bands. Yeah, those musicians, <laughs> but, man, they, uh, you know, you have to pay. <laughs> uh, there, there will be I some. say this because Monty is also uh, another, uh, it's not on his bio, actually, but uh, you're, you're part of uh, Call Me Katie, right? Which, uh, oh, we yeah, Call Me Katie's an acoustic trio that plays occasionally. Yeah. We don't play a lot these days. We're calling so. you a pop-up band, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that, that's probably the best way to but describe it. But you played it. at Laureate City, right? Well, we played at Laureate City because by, we were but, cheap, right? Yeah, you had to have a band, and, <laughs> still. but yeah, it's great. It's a great thing. If I if I remember, I'll I'll. Do you have you don't have a site? Do you for The band, the band does not have right, a site. Well, we'll try to think of some way of referencing them on online somehow. But yeah. So uh, what? Okay. Uh, well, I think I have sound files from the from the library performance, library well, and we archives. Could, we could we could link to them. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I've yeah. always enjoy I enjoy hearing hearing you play very much. It's one of my favorite things. There you go. What, I'm I'm odd, right? I'm odd. You're actually even. I'm even. Okay, so then I'm just. <laughs> that's why you but put I'm, the ticks next right, to your even. Right. Oh right, I have I have actual physical evidence that I'm even. But I'm so used to being odd that I'm not I'm not really I'm never even. But I'm so. also used to being odd, so we had to make a compromise. Damn it, two odds. Yeah. What are you gonna do? We need an even. Okay, uh, so <laughs> what's the future of Verse Fest in your or what sort of things have you talked about? What's what what blue sky things have you thought about? Well, uh, certainly collaborations is something that we talk about a lot, and we've uh, we've got a few on the go. Like we have one with the Library of Congress in Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we've right. got one with uh, the Festival de Poesie in Trois-Rivières. Uh, we're working on uh, a collaboration with the Edmonton Poetry Festival and one with the Fry Festival. What in, do you mean by Moncton. a collaboration? What, uh, what happens? Well, <laughs> the bottom line is an exchange okay. uh, of poets. We'll send somebody that we're bringing onto Edmonton. They'll send mm -hmm. somebody maybe from the West Coast that they're bringing to Edmonton. They'll send them on down here. Mm -hmm. uh, Neat. 
it's it's not elaborate, but it's but it's a beginning. And what yeah. we're the what we're hoping that the end result can be in a, is a circuit. So, yeah. I was going to say so circus. I was like, what? A circus, yeah. <laughs> but so we can afford to bring more people from out of country if they're going to yeah, four or five different places. places. Well, that's yeah. it. It's that's nice when idea. the festivals are not all at the same time exactly, so you can yeah. you can, uh, you can and, do that. And, and in some cases, like Edmonton is yeah. like right after us. So, yeah, right. so and, nice. and Moncton's not too far away either. So I think... It's conceivable that we could do that. We have not yeah. done it yet. Festival but, hop. Particularly yeah. for the international exactly. writers, right? Be- it's always been, I mean, we're proud of it in one way, but we've always felt that eh, if we're bringing somebody from across the Atlantic and they come to Ottawa and they read for half an hour yeah. and then they go. Be nice to have eh, it, it's not. It's not the best use of the money or the time and so we yeah. want to always get them another at least another event which is why we try and work with the universities here and sometimes yeah. over in Gatineau uh, just to make sure they have more than one event but it would be even better if they went from here to Toronto to Edmonton yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. then back so great yeah, yeah and in fact we we've, we've been Dave O'Mara largely has been instrumental in getting a the, the transatlantic series going in mm. St. John's, mm. which is there really? specifically <laughs> to give uh, Irish and Scottish poets that we invite a second reading. That's great. Uh, cool. So uh, they're reading typically uh, right after Verse Fest on, their way, on their way home. Well, it makes sense. I've flown to Europe a couple times, and both times I stop in St. John's, which yeah. makes sense, right? It's at the very edge yeah. of the country. Yeah. So <laughs> logistically, it makes sense. The other, the other neat thing about the festival that um, is important to me and probably to a lot of people is, is Perfect Books is there with the with the books, and there's so many great books there. Yep. And, and in after the and during the festival, and then after, there's always lots of well, there's always lots of good poetry books at Perfect Books. But I think part of the reason is is the is the, you know, festival. They have all that stock they have in all now. Stock they got, got, they got. No, but I, I know that, that they have a really good poetry section. The, they have for some some years, so yeah, it's been. They but, have, and they've they've been great. Yeah, and uh, hard to find sometimes books that oh. the uh, right that the uh, poets uh, you know have. Sometimes we get those too from yeah. the poets as well. Well, we, we have an indie table as well, yeah, so it, table, there's a yeah. lot of ephemeral stuff and chat mm. books yeah. and stuff that. Uh, just doesn't fit well with uh, exactly. like a, the trade sellers, and so we make sure that we have a place where yeah. they can be distributed and as the well. French, French books as well from uh, from is it Librairie du Soleil? No, no, not no? now. It's oh, no. uh, Coin de Livre. Oh, Coin de Livre, okay, yeah. right, out in the east end there. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's French books there too. I mean, it's it's great. It's it's you could in fact you could go to the festival um, and and pick up books and you know like you know as part of your thing and mm-hmm. stay for one event. And so that's good as well. Good. Anything else about the festival that we want to say? Well, uh, yeah, just that uh, we, we're we always looking to do stuff that's just a little bit different than mm-hmm. regular reading. And so last year we had an exhibition of concrete poetry. Right. Uh, we've had musical acts. We've, been, we've talked to a variety of different a choir. Uh, we've talked to a number of different people that video okay. poems we're always there we're always looking to collaborate with other disciplines and bring them into the festival somehow 
That sounds great. Yeah, and so what, we're going to have the link but to firstfest.ca and you, you'll be able to at some point buy your tickets and your passes. A pass is always a good deal because uh, it's quite reasonable for all of those events. Like, what is it, like seven days yeah, and like seven have... days and 70 poets or something like that? Yeah. 60 days and, no, 60 poets and 60 <laughs> days. 60 days would be a lot of poetry. But yeah, the... <laughs> well, it'll be, yeah, 60 days would be, yeah, tough. <laughs> We'd all be, but... we would be able to make that. But there will be 80 poets again. Yeah, 80 poets and yeah. Eight in, days or something, or seven days or something like yeah. that. Great stuff. All right. Well, Monty, if you want to do more collaborations, uh, if you want me to run in and cause a ruckus one day, and we'll call it performance art. We can uh, we <laughs> yeah. can talk about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll send us the script so we can review it. <laughs> so, and so, aside from your, um, aside from the the work you're doing on Verse Fest, do you, do you have time to work on your own poetry? Uh, not so much in yeah. the in the time like between not now, right now. <laughs> between now and March. It's it is busy. Uh, but over, over the course of the rest of the year, yeah, I, ha I do have time. Uh, yeah. It seems like I can never quite finish any projects, but I've got a couple on the go. And you're, you're, you've probably heard parts of them. One is uh, my series, long series now, uh, on, on our surveillance uh, yeah. society and our intelligence uh, mm -hmm. facilities, which just happen to be two blocks away from yeah. where I live. And very topical right now and increasingly so. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I'm also working on I'm almost finished I think uh, uh, a long series on parasites. Oh, good, that's and you. I love that. I love that. That was that was my question. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still writing those poems that make me cringe? It's great. Every time I get a yeah. little itchy in the night, I think about those poems <laughs> and that. Yeah, uh, well, they're almost done. Uh, whether anybody will publish them is another question. Oh, but, uh, well, I mean, it's it's like kudos to you for giving me a visceral reaction through a poem. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's well, that sounds great, and we look forward. To, and of course, the other interesting thing, uh, well, so many interesting things about you, but uh, is your gardening too? Have you been thinking about your garden yet? This oh well, I'm, have, I'm uh, glad you asked that. I certainly yeah, have. And Lauren's I, here, but uh. Uh, yeah, I just bought a. Uh, uh, a small pop-up greenhouse that I'm going to put up this year, so which will extend my growing season. But I hope also to keep all the garden pests off it a little bit because, man, the losses I have to squirrels and groundhogs is uh, uh, extremely frustrating. Already the start of a good poem, though, the losses <laughs> I have to squirrels and groundhogs. Well, the groundhogs have gone away for the last couple of years, but, uh, but the squirrels are, oh, man... I've, I've heard of a lot of poets who also garden. Do you think that there's like a relationship there between maybe creation or something like that with poetry and gardening? Or I think there's a relationship in terms of hope. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. you, you hope you're going to learn something from your writing, and you, you, you're definitely going to learn something from your garden. That's it. And, and, and just and nature in general is such a big part, too. Well, yeah, and it, the fact that you're working at something and you see a result and i think that's uh, particularly supportive for poets yeah. who have to struggle to to get that result mm -hmm. and so i think gardening hopes the uh, or helps the overall temperament of <laughs> most poets there's a uh, not not uh, gardening per se but there's um, a poet in in Manitoba, Ariel Gordon, who's written a book about trees that looks in trees. I love yeah. tree. I love everything to do with trees. So. Yeah, I, I haven't read the book. Me but neither, I know but I want it. to. Yeah. And and as part of her as part of her uh, launch, she was having walks with at various places yeah, with nice. trees. And I was thinking, well, she should be reading here at the Arboretum. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be cool. 
Yeah. I'm always thinking of ideas for, uh, for you know people. more events. <laughs> yes, for other people. Absolutely. <laughs> always thinking of that. Any other things we should mention about uh, VerseFest, about your work, about uh, gardening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Music. Well, no, I think we've probably covered most of the most of the interesting topics. All right. Well, stay tuned for for Verse Fest, March twenty fourth to twenty nine, and our next episode will hopefully be sometime toward the end of February, probably or some something like that. We'll see. That's More been our rhythm like of late. Well, it's been our <laughs> rhythm. We've seemed to have have sort of gotten where we're having it toward the end of the month, but uh, we'll see. We don't know. We've got some ideas. Uh, stay tuned. Smallmachinetalks.com. And thanks, Monty, for joining and, us today. And thank you for the opportunity. Machine Talks with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. <laughs>